0: Welcome to FourEds podcast. Join us for regular conversations about current topics in education. In today's chat, Stephen Anthony discussed the potential to change the school day time. So I didn't realise until I was watching breakfast TV, but apparently ministers are debating uh, in the House of Commons today the prospect of pushing back the start time for teenagers and only teenagers to 10 o'clock in uh, state
1: schools it seems that like there's been some research done that suggests that this is you know going to be beneficial for the students but like with many educational research i'm not totally convinced um, well, the research out of the yeah. states
0: yeah suggests 50% improvement in knowledge retention
1: just thinking about them from like being a teacher if you're thinking you know you you say to a student right you've got two more hours in bed in the morning that's two more hours to stay up as far as I'm concerned isn't it you know that's what I'm thinking if I'm a a a 15 year old student I'm thinking great I can stay up till four rather than two or there lies the big concern
0: I was speaking to a head teacher recently in her school they've got an eight o'clock start and they did a big big push on kind of education around social media and health and well-being yeah and uh, she's really, really convinced that they've they've nailed it in terms yeah. of students, teenagers included, uh, being attentive and on the ball from 8, eight a.m.
1: This is my my thing though with it is is well I think anyway with the social media is if you're a teenager and you're basically got your phone with you going to bed. That just means you're going to stay up much longer. I would have thought anyway. You know, even even myself. You know, I'm, I'm checking my Facebook, my LinkedIn, whatever. You know, and my problem with it is, is are we trying to provide a very simple answer to a very complex question? And that some students, are, you know, take their phones to the bedroom, and therefore that the sleep is just not a priority, and therefore it just happens later and later, and actually just extending the school day. You know, sorry, not extending extending when it starts, is just not really a solution is not potentially one of my thoughts on it
0: part of me thinks as well you can't get away of from uh, this idea that for a large majority of, of students in some schools uh, they're going to be starting work during their their teenage yeah, this years is it. and is it fair to condition them yeah to be, you know getting up at nine or whatever yeah. it is when uh, i think you know, when
1: they're think, 17 yeah, potentially exactly. they'll have to be up but the rest yeah, of us yeah. at six thirty, seven o'clock. And quite a generalisation, but a lot of people are complaining that, that teenagers are coming to them for working, and th- the situation is that they're not ready for that, and, and in many ways, mm. and this is just going to add another layer to that of coming, you know, coming to to to, to the place of work at eighteen, at seventeen, whatever age, and actually now you've got the extra well maybe work should be pushed back for teenagers as well yeah well maybe you could do because
0: well there apparently is evidence that uh, is it the circadian rhythms yeah circadian rhythms of teenagers are and it goes back way back to you know the cavemen or whatever different parts of our lives different uh, eras in our our lifetimes we are Mm programmed, if you like, to be uh, more aware at certain times than others. But
1: I think that's just a massive generalisation because as far as I'm aware, everyone's circadian rhythm varies, and therefore suggesting that all teenagers have a certain circadian rhythm seems unlikely. You know, I didn't mind getting up early to work when I was younger, or go to school, etc, and some people might not have liked it at all, but we, we vary. And just to flip
0: it on its head for a minute, if we go back a few years yeah. to uh, the, the trend of many academies yeah. actually bringing the school day forward, so, not pushing yeah. it back to seven thirty-eight o'clock. Where's the evidence to say that that's a, had a detrimental yeah. effect?
1: It'd be interesting to see if much evidence has been like published on that kind of thing, but to see has that worked? You know, with, with schools that now start at eight, is that actually? proving to be beneficial or no it had no impact or it had a detrimental impact you know. The I interest.
0: wonder with, the, with those schools, and obviously we can't sweep them all together under one banner but uh, what the motivation, the main motivation was yeah. for bringing the school day forward.
1: I, th- I think a lot of them, You. Uh, this is again you can't sweep it for every school but many of them not only brought the school day earlier but also shortened Break times and lunch times in school to deal with things like behaviour issues. Well, I
0: think the main thing that I've drawn the conclusion that I draw from this that, that if we're going to have another conversation around it, we certainly need to look at the evidence. Yeah, one way or the another. evidence
1: is really key. The strength of educational evidence can vary from being very, very important and very concise, through to uh, fairly elaborate and not really drawing any major conclusions. Well, Brilliant! Great stuff. You've been listening to the 4EDS podcast. Thank you very much.
0: Please also find us on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn.